Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. had a hell of a week (laughs) i have had a crazy summer overall i you know i keep finding that um you know this dream sequence that i've talked about before yeah it it, i had had a a change in one of my medications that uh presotion supposed to help you not have nightmares right um so i had a change in that medication i was hoping it would help and make a difference, which it really did in the sense that I would have the dream, but I would be less emotionally connected to it when I woke up. Oh, okay. So it would be more of a dream than like a dream reality confusion type thing. Right. So because of that, somehow in the dream, I've been able to grow. So (laughs) it's almost, I was talking to my therapist about this. It's almost like, I'm with the medication change able to evolve in the dream and because of that consciousness being there instead of just the fear, the emotional overwhelming fear, because that's not as involved, I'm able to move further through it. Okay. So in the dream as it evolves, you know, we realize, uh, I say we, my therapist and I, because this is a lot of it's been done in therapy to understand this shit. Right. So as the dream evolves, we notice that I'm not looking for another partner. I'm not looking for another person to be my significant other. I'm looking for an archetype of mother. So... As the dream evolved, I was able to understand better what I was feeling was taken away. Mm-hmm. Right? So, of course, mommy issues, right? Right. Like, it all comes down to that. And it's so fucking frustrating. Like, you don't even know how... Fr- well, maybe you do. <laughs> but it is so frustrating because I just keep hitting this place where... I feel, you know, either broken or I feel like I just can't get over this abandonment bullshit, you know? And I know why it's there. Like, I don't, I'm not fighting the fact that there was a problem, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) but shit, like every single time it's like square one where it's totally insecure about everything all of the things that I couldn't have given a shit about yesterday, I'm worried about today, or, you know, like, 
And I feel like I'm being more, you know, restrictive with, with my family and I feel more paranoid and like all of this stuff. So as that's been happening, the prosocin stopped working as well. So yep. I started to have the emotional effects of the dream as oh, well. Oh, God. And, of course, it lined up perfectly with, you know, Jessica having, like, a day out with her friends, which literally the week before, I was thinking how cool it was that they were going to be able to do this. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even... I, I said something heinous to her. Oh, no. I did. I did. And that's the other part of this is, like, that emotional rawness yep. is there but because of the amped up emotions like i had talked about and the more kind of hypomanic state i found that that inner voice that i tell everybody that they never want to hear was coming out oh shit right wow yeah and so I said this thing. I'm not going to even say what it was. I said this thing. She left. She went and hung out with her friends, whatever. By the time she got back, I was like feeling really embarrassed about what I had done. And it's so complicated to feel embarrassed for what you've done because you know it's not right. And you know that it was done out of something not nice. Well, simultaneously having everything in your nervous system and intuition that you normally rely on everything for telling you that something heinous is happening that you should be defending yourself from at the same time. Right. And it is such a mind fuck. So the, the next day I, I just said, look, I'm sorry for what I said. It wasn't the right thing to say, and you don't deserve that. And that's all I could get out, because I still felt that other half. Right. And I could, it, it was so hard to resolve that. So that's that's where that's where I've been. I mean, I've been trying to come to grips with the fact that this voice is somehow getting out right now in these tiny little places and it's an issue i mean it's a major issue because that voice is that darkness you know and i think because of where i am in it i'm afraid of that and i think that fear is also creating kind of a a place for more of it to happen yeah i was you know what i mean yeah yeah well because you know when you're afraid of something like that you know that 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 inner voice that space you're you're constantly thinking about it you're constantly worrying about it so there's there's definitely more of a of a chance that you're listening to it and that that it will it will overwhelm you and come out yeah in those moments that's 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 really Yeah, I mean, I wish I had advice for that. You know what I mean? It's it's, well, it's complicated. I mean, this is what this is what trauma looks like. You know, I mean, it's the thing that I feel is so insidious about it is that it plays off of the same things that help me survive. Yeah, and I know that that means that it's some sort of maladaptive survival skill, survival tactic. Right. Yep. So it comes from the same place, but 
in that survival mode, looking at myself also detached from that and being like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and then that judgment comes in and then that's the fear. And, and it just it's so complicated because I know it isn't right, but it's like that that part of my mouth works before that part of my consciousness works. Right. And this is like I, I'm making it out to be like a huge thing and it's a huge thing for me. There's been maybe two incidences, right? And they were both fairly clean upable. Like, it wasn't, I didn't, you know, tell my boss something or right. not that I tell my boss anything. She's incredible. Right. <laughs> I really do. I have an incredible boss. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, tell if a coworker or tell a staff person that yeah. they're, you know, whatever. Or worse like, yet, blow up on, on a client, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely an issue. It could be an issue. You know, I I find myself with my therapist talking about this, and it all comes back to that freaking mommy issue stuff. You know, the just the total lack of... I can't even think of the word. I can't even think of the word. Is it a lack of movement? Is it a... I think it's a lack of nurturing. Yeah. You know, and I think the older I get and the more I start to understand... The less the anger is there, the less the the volatility comes out toward myself, and the more the feelings of just kind of why you know what I deserved right it comes in, and it's not the you know you did this, I hate you know all that stuff anymore as much as it is like me looking instead of at them at myself and what I didn't get. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, it's been more complicated work than the work to not just stick my finger in their face and say, you blah, 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 blah. So when you're looking at what you didn't get, yeah, are you, are you angry? Are you like, are you angry? Like, does that fill you with anger about not getting it or like forlornment or... Forlorn. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right word, but you yeah, know what I mean. I, like... don't, I don't think it is. <clears throat> uh, I, it, you know, it. I think if anything, it probably makes me feel more in that sad place. Yeah. In the um, in the place of of wanting to give that to myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And the most fucked up thing about it is that it keeps getting my wife put in the middle of it. Right. You know, and there's, it's just that archetype and, and it makes sense now, but there's still that, that emotional piece, you know, and I, I use my emotions and my intuition to pretty much get through life all the time and having to learn over the last probably 10 years that I've been doing specific work around this, having to learn that there are times when I really just can't trust that has been harder than it has been to learn to, you know, choose relationships where I'm not being used to, you know, make choices to, uh, 
better myself instead of destroying myself. You know, like right. that stuff seems like it was cookie cutter, you know, stick it in the oven and right. it comes out perfect. <laughs> and, you know, the, the more you get into this work for myself, the more murky it gets and the more murky it gets, the less there's the less sharp feelings there are. Mm-hmm. And it's all feeling more like nuances and and five feelings mushed together to create this totally nonsensical opposite reaction you know like it just it it just it feels it feels more complicated and it feels harder to really be in that conscious place of making choices yeah because i'm still not in a very conscious place of understanding the amount of complexity that is there. Right. Like, and you don't know what to ignore or not to ignore, but what to, to set aside is this is no longer serving me. And this is still serving me. You know, I mean, there's gotta be a lot of that muddiness in that too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I try to not make that muddy. I try to make that clear as, you know, this is somebody, for instance, with Jessica, this is somebody that has never shown me that I can't trust them. Like, you know, I try to really try to ground in the facts. Yep. And that's really when I'm doing that work is when I'm seeing something that is contrary to what I know is provable, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I wish I'm so glad that I loved science in school. Mm-hmm. Because it's helped me understand myself <laughs> in way, you know, to to really, in some ways, look at myself through that lens and and try to try to learn who I am that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, through critical thinking, through being yeah. able to test that and and seeing what's real and what isn't. What isn't real, yeah, you know what is provable. You know, and being able to separate that, like my feelings are not provable, but this behavior is provable. And I think it makes it hard for me in relationships a lot of times because I don't care if you think that you, you know, care about me. Like, that's good for you. Like, how are you showing that? Right. Do you know what I mean? That's a huge thing for me is like, I show you that I care for you. You show me that you care for me these are the ways that that happens. Like these are provable things. Right. And that's important to me because of this other side. And I've understood more recently how connected those things are is needing to have those provable things so that I can counteract when my intuition is wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like I'm over time learning to not trust my intuition as being a completely healthy source of information. Right. Right. And learning how to balance that out. Because ultimately that intuition can become a very unhealthy source. You know, you have dysfunction in you and people think that their intuition is like this pure being that floats around them. And no, I mean, it, your intuition is everything in you responding to your environment. Like, and that is your dysfunction. You know, your intuition is not always something that you should just blindly trust. You should be able to look at it and say, is this true? Is this not true? 
What is this about? Why do I have this intuition? Am I protecting myself from doing something? Or am I really protecting myself from harm? Right. You know, am I protecting myself from growth or harm? Which one? And yeah, I, I find that the more work I do, the more questioning of that I have to do. And learning how to do that has been helpful because of that love of science as a kid. I've been able to look at it as an experiment. Almost. Right, right. So there is no hypothesis, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just keep seeing how it evolves. But so that's that's where I've been. That was I know it was a lot, but that's that's where I've been with that this this last couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. we, you are you are on your longest experiment ever. Is that the deal now? Hey, life's my experiment. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So here we are. Do, 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 <laughs> the Zodiac Hour with Edward Wilkins. <laughs> Good Lord, what an introduction. Uh, so today uh, we're going to start talking, uh, we're going to start our Zodiac Hour, it's actually not going to be an hour, but um, <laughs> we're going to start our Zodiac. I have to qualify that, right? I'm not lying, Right. hand to the air, no. Exactly, okay. um, which is funny because that'll come up later in the discussion, but um, we're going to start our Zodiac uh, conversations with Virgo, because we're heading into Virgo. So Virgo goes from August 23rd to September 22nd. Okay. Um, so one of the disclaimers that I have when I, I talk about Zodiac signs is that your Zodiac, your astrological chart is vast. You know, there are... Uh, different planets when you were born that were in different signs and different spaces in your chart and that all affects who you are so when we talk about a person being a virgo we're talking about that's where their sun sign is is that's the part of the sky that the sun was rising and setting in when they were born okay and so that's the basis of their personality but the rest of the zodiac sign will affect that so you know not everything rings quite true always you know it's it's a little muted or it's a little different you know and right it's it depends the on their position in the chart yes with all of the zodiac right because like i for instance have a sun sign in cancer yep and my moon sign is in libra right so i am a cancer but there are some Libra qualities. Exactly. And then there are different houses, right? Yep. And then those houses are in different planets. Yep. And then that gives you the whole picture. But we're not going to get into any of that. We are just talking about that top sun sign. Yes. The, the initial zodiac that you are. Right. Okay. And so today we're talking about Virgo. Awesome. Um, and well maybe awesome i've never heard good things about virgos <laughs> oh my go ahead though. <laughs> go ahead though so when we start talking about about uh sun signs we usually start talking about what does the sign mean so the virgo is the virgin which virgo is latin for virgin um and they are often pictured as a young maiden with a sheaf of wheat okay. which uh is 
indicative of um, agriculture and fertility. Yeah. So they're really good harvesting. With, yeah. yeah, with the harvest yeah. and 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 uh, bringing forth all of the Bounty. dreams that they might have. Yeah. 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 So they are an earth sign. That sounds beautiful. It is beautiful. It fucks us up later on. I mean, I'm just uh, saying. So you're not a Virgo, you weirdo. No, but I am an earth sign, and oh, so okay. as right. an earth sign, because Virgo is an earth sign, we share. Uh, we share some traits. So um, there are three earth signs. That's Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo. Yes. So Virgo is an earth sign. And what that means is they are generally very in their head. Um, they're very methodical. Uh, and, and they see the bigger picture. They, they like to move slowly. Um, stuff like they that. They would clarify the hour. Versus, yes, exactly. No, it's not really going to be an hour. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Right. I get you. I get Absolutely. You. Now, every sign also has a quality, and Virgo's quality is mutable, which means that they can very easily just supplant themselves. They can just just move into the background. You know, okay. they're not a cardinal sign. A cardinal sign would be uh, could tend to be overbearing and would rather fight adversity. Where a mutable sign is more likely to just go with the the flow with the punches and kind of like ease out of the picture type thing. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, their ruling how their ruling planet is Mercury. Every sign has a ruling planet. Now there are only nine planets and there are 12 zodiac signs so there are there's some overlap but mercury is uh the ruling sign for virgo and and Vir- mercury is we always laugh because we're just like oh shit mercury's in retrograde all these horrible things whatnot but it's really the the ruler of communication yeah. So Virgos tend to be incredibly well versed in communications, whether it's, you know, their speech or the way that they write. Um, I know quite a few Virgos that are really, really good that are that are older and were not brought up with the the, uh, the technology, but are really, really good at like media marketing, you know, Facebook and Instagram and, you know, all of these ways to get their ideas put out yeah and to communicate them to the larger population as a whole yeah and that all falls under mercury um and and also so does the fact that mercury is a warrior and if you piss off a virgo you better be ready for you know to have a mountain yeah, dropped on like your head they say the the um Zodiac sign of a Karen is a Virgo. <laughs> Seriously, I did not. Uh, think yeah, of that. I saw. Uh, I saw a TikTok about that. Oh my, oh my. Um, I do have to say that I know plenty of Virgos that are not Karens. Um, I'm trying to think of who I know that's a Virgo. I'm sure I know plenty of people that are Virgos. Uh, one of the one of the people that we will, uh, I think, that we'll be having on later this year is um, Julie, and Julie's a Virgo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, she has a very interesting chart. We actually did that in a class at one point in time. But but she's a Virgo, um, and she she in some ways is very classical Virgo. You know, she yeah. takes um, very little, uh, just an idea a lot of times, and she will work it in such a way that takes advantage of all of uh, basically anything that's out there yeah. that can forward that dream, and she's had. And, and this is very classic Virgo, where 
where she's had many manifestations. She's had different businesses that work really well, and she is able to keep all of these computations, as it were, in her head. Yeah. But the other thing about Virgos with that is that, yes, they're very good at processing that information yeah, and then regurgitating it, but they're also virgins. So they see the world in a very new light okay so the world is full of possibilities yeah um where they it is it is and it's 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 beautiful specifically if you have somebody that that really wants to to delve into that fertility and really make everything bloom and blossom in their lives the place that they get bogged down is because they're very analytical because they're an earth sign so they're very analytical they see things uh, or they, they have a tendency to see things very black and white. Okay. And they don't always see um, all of those gradient colors, which <laughs> which means that they can get caught in their own way and get stuck in the, this is the way it has to be, which I guess is where Karen would be. You know, that's, that's where that would come out. That yeah, idea yeah. would come out. So... When we're talking about zodiac signs, a lot of times we'll, we we will we'll discuss things like an injured versus an uninjured um, okay. sign. So the beautiful things that we're talking about are really the uninjured sign. You know, they come into this world as a child and they're brought up and they they are never squashed per se. You know, they're they're not really hurt or they've come through that adversity on the better end of things. Um, okay. versus getting stuck in the pain and the suffering. Okay. And that's when you'll get things like, well, if this isn't just the way I want it, then I need to speak to a manager or I need it to be this way. That makes perfect sense. You know. The less control you feel of your life, the more you try to exert control on your life. Yeah. Exactly. And for Virgos, everything, again, because it's a, it's a major earth sign, everything is the smallest detail. Yeah. is is noticed you know they they like their pleasures um but they have to be practical you know they they notice when the t's are crossed and the i's are crossed i'm dotted if you cross your eyes then that's bad um <laughs> but they notice when the i's are dotted and and the t's are crossed and and that makes them really good at what they do yeah and being able to take advantage of the opportunities that present themselves you know yeah. that other people might not that makes perfect sense. I mean, you you can go all the way from the extreme of, you know, mommy dearest, like right? controlling everything around you, or you can go to the other side of, you know, creating. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about their strengths. Um, a lot of the weaknesses of Virgo come from that analytical space as well. Yeah. Uh, and it's... Like they get bogged down. They get bogged down. They they are their own worst... I mean, like most of us, they're their own worst critics, but they really take it to heart. Um, they are very shy because of that. Yeah. Um, they, they don't want to think that they've done something wrong. Um, they don't want to think that they could be wrong. Um, that's a very Earth trait sign, too. Or Earth... Yeah, Earth trait. Um... And, and they'll, in order to have a relationship with a Virgo, a lot of times you have to pull them out 
Earth signs and Virgos specifically are very good with masks. Yeah. So they have their professional space where in their mind it is a tool to further their agenda, whatever their agenda is. But when it comes to the personality and the personal interrelationships, it's whether it be a friendship or whether it be a, um, a romantic relationship, it will oftentimes take time to bring them into uh, alignment with the idea. They may okay. like you, they may be willing to do anything to help because that's also a Virgo trait. They love to help. Okay. But bef- <laughs> they love to, in quotes, help. Right, right. <laughs> but before they trust you and your intent, yeah. it, it's going to take a lot of proving on your part. Okay. Then that's specifically male, but f- uh, Virgo females are like that as well. Very okay. much so. Um, if you want to keep a Virgo happy, you want to make sure that, you know, the areas are clean. You really do well in a clean space. Yeah. Um, when you're working, everything should, be, they like to be organized. That's definitely something for them. Um, and, and, and a, uh, I saw a, uh, a meme of this once and I thought, oh yeah, this is definitely every earth sign ever, ever written, uh, where you, the person opens a drawer and there's like a little puppy and it's the yeah. emergency puppy. Yeah. Cause you know, when things get a little overwhelming, animals Aww. are great, you know? So Aww, that's the thing. That. Yeah. Like at the office, the yeah. emergency puppy. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. That's yep. cute. And you know, one of their major dislikes is, is that chaos and then the rudeness. Yeah. You know, if they perceive somebody being rude, you know, they will, they'll step up. That's the times when they'll oftentimes step up and yeah. be like, you know, you've offended me, you've offended this person, so on and so forth. Well, that makes sense. I mean, if they can't have that conversation about themselves with themselves, if somebody else does that, all that stuff that they want to hate inward is going to come outward. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So Beyonce is a Virgo. Okay. Keanu Reeves is a Virgo. Really? And I respected him. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. You know, I really have no issue with Virgos. I just want to put that out there. I just, I knew somebody that did. So I have like all of these Virgo jokes like lined up. You know what I mean? But they're not, they're, they're not mine. So I'll I'll just be quiet. (laughs) Well, you know, and, and it's, it's funny if you, or ironic if you look at any set of um, things online regularly you know like in, unless it says you know unless it's just like the 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 information about the sign yeah they'll always go the worst sign is and i can find one that says the worst sign is any sign out there well, you of know of course those things are just fishing for you to give their information to them because right. they're bots you know and the truth of the matter is, is there is no truth th- exactly no. <laughs> well the truth of the matter is is that you know every sign can go either way you of know of course yeah um virgos can move mountains and they will you know they're incredibly loyal and uh they will they'll move mountains for you yep. you know if you have a virgo on your side but if you piss them off and they feel justified in doing so, they will drop that mountain on your head. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and that's a thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's like any 
anybody, right? I mean, there's the complexity within the signs. And I mean, you were talking earlier about how we're only even talking about one aspect of your zodiac. Right. So all that other stuff, you know, all the other 12 houses are like, well, it would be 11 at that point. 11 houses, yeah. The other 11 houses are like doing their own thing. So, I mean, I, I get that there's a lot of complexity to this, but at the same time, I'm hearing a lot of really beautiful and positive aspects of Virgos. Yeah. You know, that I I can even relate to. You know, like, parenting for me. I couldn't figure out... I, I didn't have anything to base that on, so I had to write the wheel myself. You know right. what I mean? Like, And that sounds very like a Virgo thing would do. You know, like, start from the beginning, look at it fresh, and just kind of see what works for you and what doesn't. So Yeah. I mean, I, I can relate to that, and it's just... I. You know, it's it's the disclaimer. Like, I just can't help coming out with these dad right. jokes about Virgos because I just heard so many of them. Right. So. right. so, yeah. Over the last number of years, and you said that, you know, that they, they sound really beautiful. Over the last number of years, um, and I think it's in, in, in the astrology world, I think it's closer to, like, 45 to 50 years, somewhere in that vicinity... Um, we've moved away, and I say we, I am a, I, I, disclaimer, am an amateur, I enjoy the topic, um, but the, the astrological societies have moved away from definitive black and white thinking, because, you know, back in the day, 50 years ago, if a Virgo was looking at, uh, you know, dating a Gemini and went to go see an astrologer, the astrologer would go, are you fucking kidding me? Right. You know, now right. it's like, okay, these are your challenges, and this is what you need to learn in order to make it compatible. You Nuance. Know? Nuance. Right. Because they're all beautiful, you yeah. know, they really are. So, and if you feed the good parts, yeah, you get the good parts. If exactly. you feed the bad parts, you get the bad parts. Yep. So the trick with Virgos is to make sure that they kind of stay out of that that headspace of being, you know, um, of of being self loathing, right? You know, the of, creative space and yeah. out of the out of the critical space. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they really, you know, it's it's really about that. You just said it, the creative space. Yeah. Um, and the things that they find most creative generally are things like um, writing. Yeah. Um, music, obviously, Beyonce is, you know, but she's Beyonce was not just a musician. I mean, she she was an actress. She did all of this stuff and she has a brand for herself. She was a powerhouse. And that is. Uh, she's a one name person she really is and then there are not a lot of those i no. mean truthfully so you know people like that tend to have that analytical mind she created herself from the bottom up you know she knew what she wanted and she yeah. went for it and was able to get all the pieces to work together um so where was i so writing um music uh anything that has to do with uh, a fan base, anything that has to do with um, business. Yeah. And they, when I say business, they are not necessarily going to be happy just helping with the business. Yeah. They really want to be able to run, run it. the business. Yeah, because they yeah. want to do it their way. Because exactly. it's the creative way that's different from... Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If you... 
I, and again, this is where I'm relating to this. Like, if you write the story about how it's supposed to be done, you want to do it that way. You don't want somebody to come in and do it their version of that way. Right. Because you want to see what your way does. Right. right? Yeah. So a couple of others um, that Michael Jackson was a Virgo. I'm trying to think now about Michael Jackson's life and, and the fact that he's a Virgo and what that that meant. But I mean, he also built, like for the sake of being a Virgo, he also built his his entire everything from the ground oh, yeah. up. You know, after after all of the abuse that he went through. Yeah. Um, and I'm yeah. Sh- I mean, there's there's no one I think that wouldn't say that he was a, an an icon in so many ways in the music industry. Yeah. You know, I mean, he created things that we still. I mean, a, a lot of the the general pop that we hear today is actually based on music that he did Absolutely. and chord progressions, like all that kind of stuff is. I mean, it really, a lot of it still comes from him, which is amazing that he was that creative, that he could then take that creation, like you're saying the Virgos do, that he can then take that and make it happen. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Right. Okay, so we got Beyonce and Michael Jackson, probably mm-hmm. two of the well most known artists in today's world. Right. Right. Who could you say Beyonce or Michael Jackson to and have them not know who that is? Exactly. Everybody knows who it is. Yep. Countries know who it is, right? Other places. So you're talking, are, are all Virgos like icons and billionaires? Like <laughs> You'd almost think so. You, you seriously would always, almost think so. But definitely the well-adjusted ones yeah. tend to do very well for themselves. So they, they tend to really like a very well-organized but a very beautiful and perfect-looking home space. Yeah. So therefore, they're very driven. Well, they're driven as part of their nature. They're very driven to acquire the means to have that, you know, to, to, you know the money, whatever it is in their, in their job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of them are very, very well off. And, and because of the practicality, Generally, and now I'm not. I'm thinking about this, and we've just talked about Michael Jackson. I'm thinking like, where did Wonderland or Neverland Ranch come from? Because there's not very, very practical. Um, as, but it's what he created in his head. But it's what he created in his head, and and that's yeah. that. That's that creativity piece. But and creating it literally, right? I mean, right. that's what I'm amazed about with the Virgos that we've talked about so far is that. There are so many other people out there that think, I want to do this. This is an awesome idea. I've got an awesome idea. And that's where it ends. And that's where it ends. These people literally take those creative thoughts if they're able to. You know, I mean, there's socioeconomic issues. There's all that stuff. But when in a good place, able to take that and actually create it. Which yeah. is a whole nother set of skills. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's you know that's that's a big Virgo trait right there. Yeah, you know, being able to utilize the money that they earn to do with it what they please, but they're also incredibly frugal, you know, because because they can see where they need to be able to spend or they need to save or invest in order to make that grow Create so that they it. can get yeah. what they need. So you know if Incredible. you're if you have a new project 
<laughs> or if you enlist have an endeavor, Virgo. enlist Holy a Virgo. Holy and let them do their thing. And if they believe in your project, if they believe in your idea, they will they will stop at nothing to to make success, knowing full well that their your success is also their success. Yeah, which is really really a wonderful quality for the Virgos. Nice. They don't mind being the behind the scenes person. They'd rather do it themselves, but if they're going to buy into somebody else's, nope, they don't mind at all. Yeah. Because helping... Well, and that's what you talked about. The first thing you talked yeah. about was that they, they're they a sign that can go into the background. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. The mutable sign. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling... T-H-R-O-U-2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.